your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Avalanche fans, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Chris Maselli, with another episode of the podcast dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche. The most dominating performance of the season, I would have to say so. The Avalanche, from opening puck drop till the last buzzer, did not let up. And an absolutely dominating performance over the Minnesota Wild. Score says 5-1, to one, but it really was even, you could say, worse than that. Uh, we will get into all of it. And also, even more good news coming out of Ball Arena. Avalanche fans, some of them, can return in just a few short days. <clears throat> so we'll talk about all that stuff. But man, what a performance by the Avalanche. First things first, follow the show on social media outlets on Twitter, LOPN underscore Avalanche. On Instagram, search for Locked on Avalanche. And send any questions, comments, concerns, opinions to Locked on Avalanche at gmail.com. So like I said, Avs just, they knew the importance of this game. And it wasn't just a game that they just won and just skated by and was a back and forth type of game they put their stamp on this game and they made it known that yep we you know we know the importance of this game is minnesota overachieving so far this year you could say that they are but the fact is they're in the position that they're in but from playing the way that they play and they had a one-point lead, and, and as of right now, there's still another game to go in this series. The Avalanche have leapfrogged them and have found themselves in second place. And it was in dominating fashion. Uh, we'll go into the numbers in a minute, but and, and the numbers just go on and on and on about, you know, obviously the shots on goal are glaring. <clears throat> the difference in shots on goal is glaring. They had, I mean, they they were running numbers all night long on altitude. How it was, you know, after two periods, the most shots on goal in franchise history. It was, you know, the most shots on goal in the first period since I think it was like 97 or 90. I don't even remember the year, but they, they were, it just seemed like they were constantly running stats and how this game uh, compares to. Uh, see, you know, the best ever for the Avalanche in terms of shots on goal, and it, it was just nonstop. And do you think having a healthy team makes a difference? Do you think a guy like Kale McCarr makes a difference? Clearly, we know that he does. Does he make that much of a difference? You could argue that he does. And Bo Byram coming back, even though he is still learning the NHL game, you you, you don't, I mean, you're, you're comfortable with him back there. So those two guys coming back, just shoring up that defense. And you just look at that defense now and you, you look at them top to bottom. And, and think about it, like we are halfway through the season, but 
you know, you're playing all the time. You don't get a lot of practice time in. You're 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 learning to play with one another on the ice. And the Avalanche right now are getting to the point where they're getting comfortable. Like the the puck movement in that game last night was far and away the best puck movement and stick handling that I've seen from an Avalanche team this year and probably as far back as I can remember. They just knew where their line mate was going to be and they would throw a pass and it was exactly where they wanted to go, right where uh, they, they assumed their teammate and line mate was going to be and it was just... It everything was just fluid. I I can't praise that game enough. And if you were on Twitter, if you are on Twitter, there were some other players tweeting, watching that game, thinking, and tweeting out, uh, "Uh oh, <laughs> the Avalanche." It's almost like Happy Gilmore. Happy learned how to putt because if the Avalanche got it going like this. Maybe it just took them a little while to get going. Like we said with, with, with Val Nachuskin. took him a little while to just get into game shape. And I don't mean that in a way like the guy wasn't in shape. Just into the game flow. And it seems like the entire Avalanche team is at that spot. And who, I mean, who wants to face them when they're going to play like that? Who? You get 55 shots on goal. 25, I think it was. It was 25 or 26. I think it was 25, exactly, at the end of one. They had 17 shots on goal in the first 10 minutes of this game. They came to play. And I'm not going to say Minnesota didn't come to play, uh, but it did not matter what they put out on the ice tonight. The Avalanche were taking this game over. And I think a lot of it had to do with Kale McCarr and Bowen Byram coming back and the team thinking, finally, we are as close to the healthiest we've been all season. Let's go show what we got. Man, impressive, impressive, impressive. Now you get a day off and you got to do it again. Now, now you've leapfrogged Minnesota. Now you want to create distance between you and Minnesota. And to win both of these games, what are, are they in a five-game winning streak right now? <clears throat> Pretty sure it's a five-game. I'm going to check it really quick just to make sure I'm correct on that. But now you've leapfrogged Minnesota in the standings, and now you want to create distance. Yeah, five in a row. And with St. Louis struggling, St. Louis has now lost five in a row. Are they playing as I'm recording this? Let me see. Uh, they are not they're playing tonight so i don't think they played it back to back no so you got distance between them you 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 now if you can beat minnesota again if you can sweep them in two you like i said you've created distance and now you got your sights set on number one but what a performance and we'll get into the individual performances uh here in a second another thing that i absolutely loved was yeah the avalanche were flying in that first and Kadri took a penalty and it was almost like the abs just took like a two-minute break it <laughs> because it they they were 
all over the place and they were only up one to nothing at the time. And you're like, oh, well, you know, there's an opportunity here for Minnesota who has the worst penalty kill in the in the league, although they did get one against the Avalanche, one for four uh, for the for the Minnesota Wild, one for two <clears throat> for Colorado. But in the first, they were up one nothing. Kadri takes a penalty. And like I said, it was almost like a two-minute break. And as soon as that penalty was over, it's like they got right back to work. They picked up right where they left off. And and what happened? McKinnon comes into the zone, drops it behind him to Sam Girard, who's going down the left wing, throws a pass right in, in uh, a centering pass right in the net front, and Miko tips it home. It was bang, bang, bang. And it was just like, wow, like you, you are – you're clicking on all cylinders tonight. And then it was just uh, Minnesota got one back. Uh, that was actually the, the the lone power play goal. Uh, a really, really nice shot by Victor Rask. Like Grubauer wasn't going to stop that. that. That was a beautiful looking shot. And it was two to one at that point. Uh, but you just felt like <laughs> you're delaying the inevitable here. So great game all around. We'll get into the individuals because there's a lot of them. Uh, but before we do that, <clears throat> we're going to hear from friends over at Bet Online. The NCAA tournament is happening. And go over to betonline.ag and create an account so you can get in on the action for March Madness. Football might be over, but the NBA, NHL, and of course, college basketball are in full swing. Bet online even covers the award shows, television shows, reality TV shows. You can sign. Uh, you, they have real time updated odds. Excuse me, and prop bets on almost anything you can imagine. Uh, Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it is totally free to sign up. Head over to the website, or you can use your mobile device to sign up, and receive a fifty percent welcome bonus with your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. Bet online your online sportsbook experts. So let's take a look into the numbers here. And the thing that jumps out at you right away clearly is the the top line. You know, all lines were clicking again for the second game, uh, second game in a row. And for the Avalanche, we're going to bring up their, like I said, top line. I'll read them off to you. Miko Rantanen, two goals, two assists. Gabe Landeskog, a goal, two assists. Nathan McKinnon, a goal, two assists. So you got four goals and six assists by that top line alone, and a plus nine rating. Uh, they were they were on uh, Nathan McKinnon with an absolutely beautiful move at the blue line to get past a couple Minnesota defenders. He was going for a pass to Rantanen, who was uh, skating alongside him on the left, and it tipped. A Minnesota Wild stick, and it looked like Gabe Landeskog took a whack at it and, and knocked it in. But uh, when you slow it down, he whiffed on it. But it it still went in, and it went credited to Nathan McKinnon, uh, who's starting to pick up. You know, those two empty netters, and <clears throat> like I said, when those two empty netters happen, sometimes that's like a bunt in baseball. And uh, he's been he's been picking up the pace a little bit more. Miko Rantanen just continues a excellent, excellent season by him. Uh, should we be surprised? No, but he's been playing 
phenomenal. And the Gabe Landeskog goal is was a typical Gabe Landeskog goal. Kind of uh, this time he's off to the side of the net, but that's where he does his dirty work. And he kind of tried to jam home a puck. I think actually he was going for a pass. Um, I, I wonder if he was going for a shot and it kind of just rolled off his stick a little bit and it looked like a pass, but it could be wrong. But it kind of bounced back to him and he kind of, as he, he was getting cross-checked in the back, literally as he's falling to the ice from that cross-check, I think that just the momentum of it kind of made the stick momentum go forward and it, it got past Talbot. Uh, so the top line was flying second line uh i could go on for all of these lines they, they second line did well uh brandon Saad didn't get on the score sheet tonight he was, he was the one guy who i felt like was a little bit absent <clears throat> um just i mean there's so many guys stood out uh and and i go go back and watch it again and could be wrong on that but um when you have guys like mckinnon flying around and miko ranton and doing what he's doing and even Kale McCarr flying around like normal. Like, how great was that to see? Because as well as the Avs defenders were playing, even, you know, when, when Taves soaking up the minutes he is and Gerard doing the same, none of them have that ability that McCarr does. And none of them bring what he brings, uh, both five on five and on the power play. On the power play, he is so detrimental. Uh, and, and so important, I should say, not detrimental. Um, he, his, the importance of him, it cannot be understated of him at any point in the game, but especially that power play. <clears throat> um, even so, like I said, uh, I'm sure Devon Taves and Sam Gerard are happy to lower their time on ice by three or four minutes, which them probably seems like a vacation. But Taves still had 23 and a half minutes, which led the team. Gerard with over 20. So still leaning on those two guys. And Makar with 19 minutes of uh, ice time. Byram was the lowest, believe it or not. Just a, two seconds under 16 minutes for him, which is nothing to sneeze at, obviously. But um, And how about him mixing it up with Greenway? Greenway's a big boy. And you know, Byram wasn't going to take it. They were kind of in front of the goalie and Byram's a, he's, he's not a big, big guy, but you know, he's a hockey player. He's not going to stand down from anybody, especially Greenway, but uh, Greenway got the two uh, double minor, I should say. And uh, thanks to that, the avalanche got a power play goal. That was the Gabe Landeskog goal. So, on the defensive end, Graves with an assist, McDonald with an assist, Sam Gerrard with an assist. And you just look at that defense now with Byram, Taves, McCarr, Graves, McDonald, Gerrard. What line are you like? What what pairing for, for those defenders are you like? Okay, I'm a little bit nervous right here. None. All of those guys. Are, are playing really good hockey right now. Ryan Graves has been really, really consistent lately. Took him a little while to get going. And we said it when the Avs were on their COVID pause. Uh, he could be a guy who really takes a look at his game and what has been going wrong because he really wasn't playing that well up until that point. 
and he's been consistent since then. So, and you know, even it tells by his numbers, he's getting solid ice time, 19 and a half minutes. So they're, they're trusting in him again. So this is, this was a top to bottom. Oh, and by the way, Philip Grubauer, (laughs) 19 save or uh, yeah, 19 saves on 20 shots. So um, just where's the holes? Tell me. I don't, I don't see them. You have a, a solid team from top to bottom that's on the ice. Yes, we, we need backup goalie help. You need it. And if you get that and you shore that up, teams are not going to want to play you. They probably, they probably are watching this and thinking, like, man, those last two games for the Avalanche, uh, a nice comeback win against Anaheim, and then really sticking it to Minnesota – when it's was it's an important game for both teams, and like I said, I, I'm not going to say Minnesota didn't show up because I didn't think they did anything, you know, kind of like boneheaded. I just think they were overmatched tonight, and they got in in the way of a freight train. And when that happens, you're doesn't matter how you're going to play. You might sneak one by like you did in a power play or something like that. But when the Avs wanted to turn it on, they can turn it on. Um, yeah, 55 shots on goal to Minnesota's 20. A 35. The, the Avs didn't need to take another shot after the first period. And they not only would have won, but they would have still outshot Minnesota. Crazy. Do you have to cut the penalty minutes down? You would you would like to see that. Um but they were, you know, the Byron one because he mixed it up a little bit with with Greenway. Nathan McKinnon kind of had a flailing elbow, uh, but he doesn't take too many penalties, so you're not worried about that. Um, I'm trying to remember what the other ones were. Let's see, McKinnon, Donskoy, the Kadri one, Landeskog had two. By, there's Byron, so you would just like to see it cut down a little bit. But overall. I mean, if you're going to complain about one thing, that's the thing you can complain about. Other than that, this was a, a dominating performance from top to bottom. And it'll be interesting to see how game number two goes because Minnesota, you know that they're going to come out. They, they did. Minnesota did look better in the second when they cut it to two to one. Landis got, got the, the goal later in the second to put them up three to one. But um, Minnesota seemed like they were trying to do whatever they could to get back into it in the second. And Minnesota could play. You know what I mean? Like they, they didn't they're not in the position that they're in right now because of just a, a fluky type of thing. Like they're a decent team. Uh are they overachieving? Probably a little bit, but I I do think you're gonna see a better performance out of them. One, because they need to fight for it. And two, they just got completely outplayed tonight. And when you're a professional team, you don't like that. So you're going to do what you can do to turn it around. So I want to see how Minnesota comes out. I want to see how the Avalanche come out uh, because they know even in the post-game press conferences and all of them were saying it, like that first period was the best first period we've played all season hands down. And therefore, this is probably the best game we've played all season. So they know that is the bar. The bar has been set for 
how the Avalanche need to play. And if they go out and play like that every game, I don't know who can stop them. So let's see if they can replicate that for, uh, what was that, Saturday's game? Yeah, Saturday's game. All right, let's hear from Built Bar, and then we'll talk about fans returning. So we've been telling you about Built Bar for quite a while. It is the best tasting protein bar on the market. It's amazing taste. They are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, covered in 100% chocolate. And now you can bet, or now you can't, no, you can't bet. I shouldn't say that. You can't bet on that on Bet Online, but you can go and vote on what your favorite flavor is. It's March Madness Built Bar style. And you can head right over to their website, click on the header at the top of the website, and it'll take you right to the brackets. It's ongoing right now. Vote on your on the, the matchup that is up there today. And if your flavor's still in there, give it a little push. Go to builtbar.com or visit them on Twitter at bar underscore built. And after you vote, load up your shopping cart and use the promo code LOCKED15. That's LOCKED15. And you get 15% off of your next order. Once again, it is LOCKED15. 15, 15% off come, comes off of your next order at BuiltBar.com. And check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best pro ta- best tasting protein bar. There we go. Over at BuiltBar.com. All right. So to start the day yesterday, we got word that the Colorado Avalanche and the Denver Nuggets and Ball Arena have announced that the arena can hold somewhat of a crowd starting on April 2nd. Uh, And I heard, so far, what I've heard is 4,050 people. And there were a couple reports after that that say it might be a little bit higher than that. Not more than 5,000. So in the end, the Avalanche will have four to 5,000 somewhere in their mirror. We'll just call it 4,500. But it could be that 4,050 number uh, that will be able to enter Ball Arena and watch the Avalanche play. If this is not a welcome site, I don't know what is. And it it makes you think like, okay, we're doing things the right way. We're not going to open up max capacity right off the bat as soon as someone says okay we're good and fill every seat in that arena this is going to be a slow progression this is a start this is a start but i can tell you what those four thousand people are going to make it seem like that arena is full because whoever gets to go there is is going to be cheering on this team like they've never cheered on a team before in their lives I know the fans looking forward to it. I know the announcers are looking forward to it. I know the players are looking forward to it. And that's a big game. The the first uh, game. Well, I did also see Lauren Jabara posted. And she was the only one that I saw that posted this. And if they're doing this, kudos. Uh, she said, I think, two days before that. So the April 2nd game against St. Louis is the first game that they will have fans back in. Two days before that, on March 30th, they're going to allow that amount of fans in. But it's all first responders, doctors, nurses, people in the healthcare industry, uh, which is, you know, two thumbs up for that. So I, I would, you know, she works for the, the team and for Altitude. I, I would assume she's in the know on that. Uh, 
So it's really going to be March 30th if that's the case. So whoever goes, you know, enjoy the heck out of it. And I think that will only give this team another push. You know what I mean? Even though it's only 4,000 fans in, in that arena, um, it's, it's, it's like I said, it's going to feel like it, it's a full capacity crowd. And hopefully this is just the start. <clears throat> hopefully, uh, you know, this will probably be what it is for the rest of the season because, you know, you only have a month left. So you'll probably get this amount of people for the rest of the year and then have your off season. Next season hopefully starts on time and then maybe it's bumped up. Maybe it's bumped up to hopefully maybe like 40 or 50%. Who knows? But if we keep going in the right direction, we can keep adding the amount of people that we can allow into the arena, which only cheers on this team, which only gives us the home ice advantage, which is what the Avalanche want. So uh, if anything else breaks on that, we'll definitely bring it up. But great day overall with the announcement that fans are coming back, the way the Avalanche played, jumping into second place, uh, the team is trending up and they're healthy and they just looked phenomenal. So let's have a repeat of that on, uh, over the weekend and just continue from there. So that's going to be it for today. It's going to be it for this week. Also, once again, make sure you download that locker room app. Uh, if you own an Apple device and once a week, we are usually Thursday nights. We're going to do it. I said Friday, and what I meant by that was, well, you know, we record the night before. So uh, Thursday nights for a Friday release show is when I will be doing locker room uh, rooms, I guess. Yeah, just create a room and you jump in. You can chat with other Avalanche fans. I will record the show live. If you want to jump in on the call, you're allowed to do that. If you have a question for me, you can just jump in the call, or if you have a statement, Jump in, say what you got to say, and then return to the chat and just keep listening to me talk. Uh, it's a really cool feature. So go download it if you have an Apple device. And once again, it's called the Locker Room app. So that's going to be it for today. It's going to be it for this week. Let's have a uh, solid weekend. Looking forward to some good Avalanche games if they can keep playing like this. So stay safe, everybody. Thank you for tuning in today, each and every day. It's always appreciated. Have a good weekend. Stay safe. Here's Joby. Go, Abs, go.